we spoke to this woman today on uh, Lowell's podcast. And she says that there's a bunch of people in Ramah B'Chemesh, older people and different, not just older, like younger, you know, plotting. And no one is acknowledging why, explaining why. People just keep saying, yeah, well, the person didn't wake up. It's dumb. Okay. These things happen. Yeah, these things happen. Uh, no, they don't. <laughs> and uh, so we were asking, like, you know, do you think that these people will, will wake up? Is it gonna is it gonna be like an aha moment, whatever it is? And she didn't give much hope. She was just like, no, I think these they're just too too deep in. But I'm just wondering, man. Like, there, there, it has to come a point where, like, people. Every story you've read about any cult, you know, uh, Jim Jones, this that. People eventually wake up. Something happens, right? And everybody wakes up, always without yeah. fail. Yeah, they drink the Kool-Aid and die. That's what happens. No, but like some, there are people who don't die or like, let's say our main, whatever, like people who don't die, wake up and they try to escape and they start escaping. Not just try, they succeed in escaping and, they, and then they go report to the authorities. You know, a downfall happens. I, I'm, I'm really wondering like, what, what is it going to be in this case? What, what is it going to take? What is it going to look like? Should, let's say... Let's let's stop short of in, like you always say supernatural uh, intervention. I, I, I'm I'm really because you know you could say that for any cult. You know only supernatural intervention is going to stop this and that and you know this cult and that cult and these people are brainwashed. There's no way you know. But what what would that look like? I'm I'm just curious because she didn't really give. She's just like she you can't talk to these people. That's that's the well, well, Greg. That's the point. That's why you need the supernatural intervention. Because she's she's saying it doesn't seem there doesn't seem to be any indication that people are going to wake up because the main path to waking up is to acknowledge something within ourselves yeah. that we made the wrong decision yeah. that we were stupid that we're embarrassing idiots. So listen, here's my question. Forget about the stupid part. I I mentioned by, by, by we I mean them. No, I know. I'm just saying. Like, let, let, I mentioned on the podcast that there. I can't be the only person on planet Earth that, uh, you know, who is the type of person who, uh, you know, if I realize I put garbage in my body, that I would immediately, like the day of, start scouring for uh, detox. I can't be the only person on this planet who's like this. But for some reason, I've maybe come across, I don't know, a, uh, great. a handful of people like this, a handful. Right. Here's what I've here's what I've seen. I'm I'm sure you've also seen similar. But for most people, yeah. um, they're if they're healthy yeah. and they're thin and they're attractive, uh -huh. right? Um, it was just giving to them. They lived their life. Yeah. They had fun. Yeah. When things start to deteriorate, and the quality of life starts to, in their view. Uh, lesson in some way, their will to live immediate, immediately starts to dwindle. Okay. That's what it's like for most people. Okay. Okay. So, so it's the opposite of what you're describing as yourself. Okay. So the people who are like you are in the vast minority. I don't understand. What I'm saying is that people, they live um, and they, they achieve, they try to achieve a certain level of comfort yeah. and convenience. Okay. 
once they've experienced a certain level of comfort and convenience, they are so addicted to it yeah. that any diminishment of that immediately. Um, it's almost like a downfall. It's a downfall and it creates uh, a gradual, like kind of suicidal feeling within themselves. Yeah. Okay. That, that, you know, that, that the moment life starts to get less fun, less uh, convenient, less luxurious, yeah. right? It's, you know, it's, it, they have to struggle to find meaning and a reason to live. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's what it's like for most people. Okay. So they're not like the moment things start getting a little bit challenging, they just don't want to live anymore. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that about people in general throughout all generations. I'm saying that this is a phenomenon that seems to be uh, within our generation. Mm -hmm where people can't see past uh, material convenience. Yeah. They just can't, you know? And they're so threatened mm -hmm. by the idea of losing it that they'll do anything to maintain it. So can I throw a little wrench in what you're saying a little bit? Please, please, I hope. What about the people who are like, you know, these people that you meet, you know, in Israel, like Judea and Samaria, all these kind of people. A lot of these people don't live necessarily in material... Uh, convenience they don't they really don't uh and yet they ran to take this stuff and um you know you come to them and you say well listen man you 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 were you were part of an experiment you did something stupid you don't say you don't even say there's something stupid you got you made you may have made a mistake you like you you took what you took and and you know and and even for them it's like difficult to I don't know. It just seems like, again, like I know one or two people like this who, who admitted that there's a problem. Um, I don't know if they're going to seek out, uh, what do they call it, detox necessarily, but everybody else is just kind of like. With this kind of thing. Denial. With this kind of thing, it's much more difficult to, to admit wrong uh, than almost anything else. Like if you were, you know, talking about investments. Yeah. right to invest in whether or not to buy or not to buy mm -hmm. and the person came at you really strong with a really strong viewpoint right and they're like you know you'd be an idiot not to you know like you know those kind of people right yeah and they're like don't don't like and then it doesn't work out mm -hmm. so a person like that generally they would have they would find it difficult to come and say i was wrong but at least it's possible yeah. Well, I mean, with the Madoff thing, people who bought, you know, took his advice or bought whatever he was selling, there was just a downfall. They lost all their money, so they had no choice. I'm not, I'm not talking about something that dramatic. I'm just talking about a, a general situation in which a person might have to, you know, yeah. say, I made an ass out of myself yeah. and, you know, I was wrong. Yeah. Okay. Um, but when it comes to this thing, to the to the schmack scene yeah uh it's a di completely different realm here because when the person realizes that they're wrong that ma that makes them that means that they have to come to grips with the idea that they might have killed themselves yeah that they might be dead soon yeah or and that their family members who listen to them might also suffer as a consequence yeah. of uh of that so that's there's many extra layers of defense against that no one wants to hear that no one wants no one wants, no one wants to hear that no one wants to entertain that no one wants to give any you know like say don't say 
don't remember in the in Major League, yeah. the movie, uh, Randy Travis's uh, character. What is he? Don't don't what? I'm sorry, Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid's character. He was like that heckler in the state, and he was all negative because the, you know the. Yeah. I was wrong. Wild Wow. Indy, you know, they, they were sucking for many, many seasons, and he's just yeah. a bitter fan. He's and so all, thinking. He got, he got, he got so. Uh, he got so bitter, right? Or, yeah. And he would sit with the sometimes near the other fans who are still they're not as bitter and they're still hoping. And yeah. then somebody made a decent play on the Cleveland Indians for one second, and, yeah. and then they get all excited, and he's like, ah, they're just gonna mess it up in the ninth. And then they all take their hats off and start like slapping the shit out of him, right? Yeah. <laughs> he has to go away. Yeah. Because why do, why do they do that? Because yeah. they don't want him to jinx. Yeah. Words yeah. matter. Words are powerful. Words are powerful. They, they didn't want any reality to come. He didn't want, they didn't want to, they didn't want him to give any power yeah. to manifest yeah. that possible reality. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so when people are, are talking about something like this, they, they, they don't even want to talk about it because the stakes are so high. They really fucked up. Yeah. Okay. This is the definition of effing up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, 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 that, and that is like, I, I'm not even, you know, now that I think about it, you have these conversations with people. I think that I wouldn't even expect someone to, to, to admit it that they did something wrong here because of the, because of the repercussions. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, yeah. You just got to feel bad for them at that point and just kind of give them a break. Well, they, at they, this point, they, I, I, they, I, I, they know. No, at this point, I've resi resi resigned to like, you know, just not like, like there's a few friends where I was kind of bombarding them in the beginning and then they just got tired of it, whatever it is. They started worrying about me that I was going crazy, you know? Yeah. At some point, I just stopped talking to them about it. Every once in a while, I mention it, you know, as, I, in, a, in the context of a joke, a joke something but yeah. um, I don't really go into like numbers and facts and figures and this and this I don't go into it um, there's no point there's really no point um, one, no, one of those guys accepts and he actually says that he, he took two and he actually admits that, like man I may have made a mistake like he even says like yeah they were offering it was a, something in like uh, in Brooklyn like Crown Heights like you know one of those like uh, not Crown Heights like Prospect Heights like one of these like uh, the vans, you know, like they're like offering a hundred dollar car gift card or something that they send to your house. Like the city was offering it. It was in the city of New York. I'm like, dude, as if that wasn't your first indication. You know, I had a friend who in Jerusalem, he was about to do it, and then and then you and then Jerusalem municipality offered people free pizza and french fries. And that's when he knew, like, dude. <laughs> Seriously? Like honestly? <laughs> It's just absurd. But there is a show Sliders. This is a little bit. What? Uh, there's a show uh -huh. in the early 90s called Sliders. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. And um, it was uh, Re Re Rebecca, you know, Jerry O'Connell, right? The, yeah, yeah. The kid from Stan Miami, Rebecca's yes. husband. Yes. Uh, Conan O'Brien's arch enemy. Yeah. Even though he's married. Yes. <laughs> There's one episode, I think this is the only one that I remember, where they, you know, they, they slide to these alternate realities, these like parallel Earths and yeah. universes. Yeah. 
that have like sometimes they, they have only very slight differences and sometimes it's vastly different mm -hmm. so and, and they they end up in this one parallel reality where the society built itself around uh, population control but here's how they do it um there's like a i think a random lottery which is probably not random yeah. um and it picks someone uh, who has to, like, I think, I don't remember what the frequency was, but let's say once a month, somebody from every, like, region has to essentially um, volunteer, not volunteer, but they're chosen uh, to die. Yeah. Right? And, but before they do, they have, like, they have, like, this amazing week where they are treated to every type of you know, possible, you know, experience that, that is available, you know, they can dine at the best restaurants, they can, yeah. you know, go see whatever it is, is enjoyable, yeah. that kind of thing, you know, so they're treated really, really nicely for a couple of days. And then they have to go and then get some kind of lethal injection, which is completely painless. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's, in fact, they, they made it feel good. Actually, they made it feel like, like it was like this, you know, wonderful intense relaxing and then you just kind of like fall asleep in this lovely little kind of like you know pleasant fatigue and then yeah. and then lose consciousness they they you know they they they, they did it they designed it perfectly you know yeah. they made it really appealing so i was thinking to myself like people are killing themselves <laughs> in our reality that's yeah. way better than our reality yeah people are killing themselves by the millions for, for for an ice cream or a pizza yeah. or, or a gift certificate that that you know that may or may not come in the mail before they're dead it's insane it's, it's just i don't know yeah not only they want to keep the level they want more you know like you said they want to keep that level of whatever it is that they built up and on top of that it, you know it's like the, it's like it's the same thing with like you know like the covid unemployment stuff people who had a who had all this money they gladly accepted you know people who make like i don't know they take home let's say ten thousand dollars a month after taxes gladly accepted covid relief funds like what is wrong with you man they're uh, like oh i make ten thousand now i'll take an extra twelve hundred dollars like what is wrong with you man not long-term thinkers it's okay. just Here's another thing. We talked about this a lot too. The, uh, you know, the, the sacrificing the virgin to the dragon, yeah. you know, scenario mm -hmm. where, you know, basically people are like, okay, well, we see not everybody's dying. There's a lot of people, but yeah. not everybody. Maybe I'll be the one of the, not everybody. Yeah. People kind of, they just latch onto it. They're like, maybe if I keep quiet, yeah. right. I'll just be one of the lucky ones. You know, um, there's so many layers of mind F yeah. uh, that was applied to this, uh, to, you know, who, whoever constructed, whoever is a designer of this, of this worldwide pandemic. Yeah. Um, we know some of the players, we don't know all of them. Yeah. There are people obviously behind the scenes who face the name we will never. And, and obviously, you know, you know who I'm going to go to? The ministering angels. Yeah. 